So one thing I've seen in common with most of the people that we see is there's some level of mold exposure, mold illness on top of that. So when they have this hidden fungal growth, it suppresses their immune system so they can get opportunistic viruses, parasite infections, bacterial infections, mm -hmm. throws off your microbiome, throws off your hormones, then you're not detoxing that well, and then just things start to build up from there. All right, everyone, welcome to Heal Thyself. Man, 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 man. I worked on this show for you, and there's so much goodness coming at you. We got a tidal wave of knowledge, and I got an awesome, awesome guest that is a tidal wave of continuous knowledge. Dr. Clement Lee is a very much so renowned naturopathic doctor in my field. I heard about him. His reputation preceded him, and now we got him on the show. And he is wonderful when it comes to all things regeneration. And that means staying young. All of us are aging. Even if you're in your 20s and you're not worried about it, now's the time to start thinking about it. But we talk about regenerative medicine, things like stem cells, exosomes. You ever hear of those? If you haven't, you may want to learn about them, especially if you're suffering with a chronic disease or if you're in the game of staying young. And a lot of us want to stay young and we want to feel good. If you're suffering with chronic infections, and they're really weighing down your health. He talks about one remedy, one therapy that he's using that not a lot of doctors across the nation are using, but is safe and effective and is really, really powerful. Really important stuff. We also talk about what is on the edge of technology and health when it comes to devices for hair loss. We talk about some of the therapeutics that he's using. Also, what's out there that might be even better than Botox for staying young? Well, Botox doesn't keep you young. But what out there is going to be super powerful that helping rebuild collagen? He talks about those modalities. So if you're interested in any of this, just regenerating, healing your body, keeping young, keeping strong, keeping vital, this is going to be an awesome guest segment. Clement's a super knowledgeable guy, and I think you're going to like him. Now for my knowledge bomb. How many of you wear gels on your nails? I'm going to be talking about, are gels for your nails healthy? And if they're not, what's the risk? And should you be doing them? I think you know the answer, but we'll go into details in the Knowledge Bomb segment. Thank you for taking your time out of the day and really opening yourself to some really good information. Share it with your loved ones, rate, review, subscribe. Here we go, heal thyself. All right, everyone, what a special guest today. I have Dr. Clement Lee. This guy is really bringing forth all aspects of naturopathic medicine from longevity to regeneration to getting really deep into what is causing, what is the root of chronic disease. How many of you are suffering with chronic disease, can't get to the bottom of it, chronic infections that you can't get to the bottom of it and don't know where to go? Man, my guy's been seeing people in and out of his clinic for so long, and we finally have him here to give us some deep answers on all things health. Thank you for coming on the show, Doc. That was awesome. Thank you. I'm I tried so to give to you, I, yeah, I tried to give you the best intro, man. But it, the guy, this is this is my favorite part right now. You came in with the scrubs. You you came straight from work. Right. You still got the scrubs on. Your name is right there, right over the pocket. I love it, man. You were the first one who walked in here like I'm all business, you know. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to change. <laughs> no, no, no. Still, it's still okay, I love yeah. I love the the, the straight aesthetic, out of work, yes. The aesthetic. So, let me ask you a question. Sure. I know you work a lot with a lot of chronic infections, mm -hmm. which can be nasty. They could stay with us. They're really degrading our health for so many years. But what is the overarching driver of chronic infections? 
So one thing I've seen in common with most of the people that we see is there's some level of mold exposure, mold illness on top of that. So when they have this hidden fungal growth, it suppresses their immune system. So they can op- get opportunistic viruses, parasite infections, bacterial infections, mm-hmm. throws off your microbiome, throws off your hormones, then you're not detoxing that well, and then just things start to build up from there. Mm, the, the burden from our mold exposure starts off really affecting our white blood cells, and then that's when the infections start really building up, coming in? Part of it. I mean, the, the kind of the thing that I like to tell patients is, unfortunately, mold is a part of our environment, and its natural ability is to break down orga- organic material back to the earth. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to survive and trying to grow optimally, that gets in the way of things. Right, so it's, it's literally growing breaking and degrading. apart, yeah. yeah. Wow, man. And, and we think about how many people are in contact with mold. Right and how it's affecting us. And sometimes it's so subtle that you're just like, I just don't feel right ever since I moved to this house. And I don't know what it is. Right. So uh, how often are you seeing people go to your clinic saying, I'm really sick and you're finding them with mold? I'd say about 80% of the population that we see. I suspect it, we run tests, we confirm it. I I, Actually to this day, I, I haven't seen very many patients without mold somehow in their urine or blood. And so, it seems like it's a pretty ubiquitous thing. And it's not healthy for us, but a lot of people do have it. And the people that we do see are those who are relatively on the sick side. Mm. And what does, what are the things that tell you, wait a minute, this may be mold? What are the telltale things that you see presented in patients? So there's usually some type of cognitive issue, whether it's brain fog, fatigue, weight troubles, digestive issues, hair, skin issues. Um, and then they've tried various diets, they've tried various supplements, they've tried even antimicrobials, and they're just not getting better. And we just have to dig deeper and, and look, ask them about if they've had water damage or water damage exposure. Sometimes they can remember, sometimes they don't, but oftentimes there's a light bulb in there and they say, oh, I remember, there was a leak back there, and never was addressed. Wow. And that's kind of when I started, you know, feeling sick. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny when yeah. they have that aha moment, they're like, like oh, dang. this is when it yeah. happened. Yeah. Right, that, that, that is so true. When I was in practice, so true all the time. Yeah. And seeing how many people have mycotoxins in their urine, and you're like, oh, wow. And they're like, I just feel like I don't have short-term memory anymore. I can't yeah. remember anything. And I, yeah. you know, it's just, I can't remember small words even. Right. Word recall is really one of the big things that I used to see. So I love that we started off talking about mold. Right, right. I have my own story with mold. I saw a lot of people mm-hmm. with mold. But... When it comes to infections, when someone has mold, right, mm-hmm. when they're exposed to mold, what's a really common infection? What are we seeing that is brewing under that starts arising to the top? Well, the first thing is like candida. So you get candida growth, you get toenail fungus. That's a good sign that there's some type of fungal activity going on. And then it also coincides with like parasitic activity. Parasite testing is pretty difficult though, so you can't really always find it. But oftentimes they'll have GI disturbance, which could be from bacterial but also parasitic in nature. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best and they're always at health events and people are loving them. And their quality 
Alitar Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you asked me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Aleturia Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trophalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that has been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. So someone is, has got a moldy house and how does, I know Candida has some a really wide range of what it looks like, yeah. but what do you commonly see for when you're like, this person has a fungal overgrowth aside from the toenails? Um, Sugar cravings. <laughs> yeah, First big thing, sugar yeah, cravings. Yeah, big sugar cravings. They just all they want, all they want to eat sugar. Basically, the yeast inside them or parasites create a chemical signal that makes you want to eat the sugar. So you're just feeding them, so they keep propagating. And then, so that's a good in indicator. But also, like weight gain or, or sluggy sluggishness overall, general, just general fatigue. They're just not concentrating, can't remember things. Mm. That's a good sign that there's something causing some inflammation in their body. Mm. So when we're exposed to these mycotoxins, theoretically this person that sure. I'm picturing living in a home that's moldy, yeah. now the opportunistic infections like candida, they start overgrowing and right. parasites, if they had them already, they're, they're getting stronger. Yep. And now they're like, give me some sugar. We're feeding them, mm -hmm. they're, they're propagating, they're getting, there's more and more and more and bigger overgrowth. Are there any other viruses then at that point that are just activated too? Oh yeah, so then bringing it to the next point is Epstein-Barr is a big one that we, we see a lot. 
And usually Epstein-Barr is, is a part of our virome. You know, we do get it when we're young and not, not often we have symptoms. Some people do get the mono symptoms, um, but some people don't. And then after a while, if they get exposed to mold and they have these other things, their immune system suppressed, they're eating the sugar, then the viruses reproduce and start propagating. And that's when you get another resurgence of fatigue, or this might be your first resurgence or surgence of fatigue. But now you're dealing with Epstein-Barr or uh, cytomegalovirus or the shingles, you know, or herpes. That's all as a result of your immune system just dealing with multiple fronts here. Wow. So imagine how compromised, I'm thinking to myself, how compromised so, mon- so many people's immune systems are. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other factors aside from living in a moldy home that has water damage in the ceiling, in the basement, and then all of a sudden in the kitchen, under the cabinet? Yeah. What are some other things that are really burdening our immune system? Because so many people are really sick with these infections. Oh, so besides the mold, I mean, there's stress from life in general, mm. uh, EMFs, toxic exposures, chemical, heavy metals, you know, all the things that we're exposed to just from living in, in a big city here, mm-hmm. all the foods. So those don't help our immune system at all. And then some of the toxic emotions that we might carry. So, you know, you, you might have had some traumas that just don't get resolved that keeps you in a fight or flight mode. So your body's always in like, like defense, but it can't defend from everything because there's too many things to defend against. Right. Yeah. So when we're in that sympathetic dominance, what's happening to our immune system? Our immune system gets on the back burner. You're just mm-hmm. trying to survive, but all these other things are then thriving because your body just can't fight all everything at once. Okay, so now I'm thinking about this patient, right? Mm-hmm. They're stressed, there's a massive toxic load, they're holding on to emotional trauma, and they got a moldy house. Yeah. It sounds like the average person in LA and New York City and all the big, big cities, cities, right? right? Yeah. Um, co-infections happening, and they come to you, and they go, hey doc, I need, I need help. What are some really powerful things? Because they've been trying all the diets, sure. all the supplements, nothing's helping. Where do we go next for this, okay. folks? So we start with the basics, you know, make sure that they're eating healthy as possible. Like they're intaking uh, organic foods, minimally processed foods, just so that they're not adding more junk to their existing burden. But then we focus on their detox and elimination pathways. So we want to get their liver optimized, their kidney optimized, their colon, as well as their skin and lymph. So the simplest thing that helps moldy patients to deal with is doing coffee enemas. It's a pretty dramatic thing. Sounds pretty crazy. I do it myself. But it really works. You know, you're optimizing the, the liver, gallbladder, and intestinal pathways to get rid of as much of the toxins in the shortest amount of time possible. Mm. And coffee enemas for some people are like, whoa, I've never heard of <laughs> right, that. Right, right. I, you know, some people, oh, yeah, I may have heard of it, but I don't want to try it. Sure. But you're saying that it's activating the liver, gallbladder for detoxification. Right. Um, and, and what's happening is when we're exposed to these mold mycotoxins, they're going through the liver. Yes. And, and it's saying, hey, liver, I got you. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of it. And you've seen people do better with that. Right. So the, the, the roadblock that usually happens is if the liver's processing all the different toxins, a lot of the mold toxins that get processed from the liver, they actually become quite sticky. So they can actually get dumped in the gallbladder, and it causes like more of a sludgy gallbladder. Mm-hmm. So and then you may end up getting gallstones or just inability for the gallbladder to dump the bile acid into the intestinal tract. So what then what ends up happening is then you back up and then that liver now can't process as much because there's overwhelmed there, and then at that point people start getting back up with the symptoms. They'll get sensitive, very very smells. They can't process all the lights, you know, mm-hmm. sounds. They're just overwhelmed with toxins, you know. And they mm-hmm. they feel fatigue. Anything triggers them really easily. 
So that's the indicator that there's backed up. So, that's really, really something yeah. to think about because right. how many of those, you know, symptoms that you just mentioned or, or what we see, those experiences, we go, wait a minute, that sounds like me. That sounds like me. I, I've, I have that sensitivity, right, and, I'm, right. and I'm just super, like, feeling tired and really struggling here. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, we got, we got this colon cleanse, yeah. this enema that we do, right? Sure. <laughs> um, how often are people who are really sick, are they recommended to do it? Uh, is it, like, an everyday thing? If they is can it tolerate, monthly? it can be every day. You know, oh, wow. we can work it up to that. And some people can't do it every day. They can do it uh, once a week or so. Um, as you get used to it, you can handle more, and you can always start off with a lighter blend of coffee, or you can just, for those who are sensitive to coffee, you can just do saline enemas to get things moving. Wow. Easier. Now, is it any type of coffee? Uh, no. <laughs> you want to get like an organic, mold-free coffee. That's just, I mean, you could use any coffee, but then you're just retoxing yourself with what's coming in. So. Right, right. You want to yeah. get the cleanest of the clean. Sure, yep. All right. Uh, now, these coffee enemas, which I haven't really talked about much on the show. Okay you're saying can be very powerful. Right. Um, is there a role then, let's talk about like parasites, for example, sure. right? Okay. A lot of people suffer with parasites. Right, right. Is there a role for, at what point do we need to go, okay, I need to take medication now. Now I need like big, big guns. When it's really, really bad or is it, is it early on on a low dose? How do we start integrating that world? It depends on the patient's tolerance and how bad they're suffering with symptoms. If, if their symptom burden is really high, we may not start off with the antiparasitic medicines yet because they may not be able to tolerate that, that uh, dose. Mm -hmm. So we can always start off with some of the herbals first. They're a little bit easier and gentler and you can adjust that strength. Mm -hmm. And then we want to make sure that they're eliminating well because if you kill off a bug, a parasite, and you're not pooping it out, you're going to feel much worse. Yeah, they got to be going they to the gotta be, Yeah, they got to be pooping. Okay. I want to go into parasites because okay. there's a lot of people who have them and sure. maybe don't even know. What are some major symptoms that, oh crap, I might have a parasitic infection? Okay, so there's grinding of the teeth, there's some anxiety, irritability, insomnia, depression, uh, cravings of sugars and sweets, and then there's this bloat in the gut that doesn't really go away, and weight gain, they can also have joint pains, skin issues, eczema is a big one. So those are all, those are signs and symptoms of, of parasitic infections. Kind of a broad thing. It just looks like a lot of other things too. Right, right. Yeah. And, and I remember when um, one of my first ever patients in, in school, the kid had anal itching. Uh -huh. Oh, that's a good one too. That was, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, like that one. And yeah. I said, oh, okay, whoa, we, this, we need to yeah. test for this. But you said not all parasite testing is good. Yeah. Um, how does someone who suspects they have a parasite, where, what do they ask their doctor? They can ask for testing. The, the common testing is like your, your stool analysis. They can do one day or, or three day. Oftentimes, if the parasites aren't being eliminated or the eggs aren't found in the stool, then you're told that you don't have any parasites. Oftentimes, the parasites don't eliminate very well in the stool. They're latched onto the intestinal tract. So you're not going to find that, you know, in this case, or they're stuck in the biofilms and they're not going to be detected on, under the microscope. Is that why they're so stubborn to get yeah. rid of? We can't just, we don't just poop them out. They stay in our body they for a while. They stay in our body. Yeah, it was free rent, free food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and can it be for many years? Are people suffering with parasitic infections right. 10, 20 years? Yeah, oh yeah. We've had patients that they've gone to like, you know, the Bahamas or they've gone to like a tropical country. They remember getting parasite. They, they were treated for it. But 10, 20 years later, the symptoms still remain. And it comes and goes, but it's never really gone. 
Wow. So it's not until we finally treat it that they're actually, their poop is finally well-formed, they're pooping well, you know, they're actually losing weight or they're clear-headed again. Wow, and, and, and when it comes to parasite cleanses now, parasite mm-hmm. detoxes, there's so many, right? Right, right, right? I go right now to Whole Foods, you and me walk in there, we're gonna be like, there's one, there's one, oh, there's another one, right? right? Are they all created equal, do they work, and what do we really need to look for when we're treating ourselves from parasitic infections? Good question. They all have a handful of common ingredients like artemisinin, wormwood, uh, uh, cloves, or something like that. And in those herbs, they generally are, are reported to work pretty well. So it just depends on the blend. Some of them are stronger than others, and some of them, you know, if you have resistance in those, those herbs, then it's not going to work very well. So if, it, if you've been taking it and you don't feel any dramatic benefit, then it may not be the one that you need. Um, and that's why we oft, often use the herbs plus anti-parasitic uh, medications as well, if needed. Mm. You just mentioned off-air, though. Yeah. You, you mean to tell me there's a parasitic medication that has little to no side effects? Right. What's the name of this one? We have to know. This is Alinea. Okay. Nitinoxazide is the generic name. And you use this one in conjunction with parasitic cleanses yes. or, or right. when you're working on these programs with people, right? Yeah. And, and what does it do? So it, it blocks the uh, replication ability of the parasitic organism. So basically, you just cut off their ability to reproduce. It, so they're about to make babies, then they can't, and they go, my generations are it's done, over. Yeah, and, and they, I die. And then they die off. And then you poop them out. Generally, yeah, you poop them out. <laughs> so you know, you know, a lot of people, uh, they love the videos, uh-huh. or, or they hate them. Oh, we either either sure, love sure. or hate, where you're just pooping out and there's all these parasites, right? They right, go, I right. just did a cleanse. Are they usually parasites, or are they sometimes like... Rarely, rarely. They rarely are. Yeah, they're rarely parasites. Most of them are the biofilm colonies, or the mucus colonies, that are being released. So if you separate them apart, you might be able to see parasites under a microscope. But most of the parasites we're talking about are single-cell organisms. So you're not going to visibly see them under the microscope. Mm-hmm. For worms, that's another story. There's, there's like tapeworms and roundworms, hookworms. Those might need different drugs. So those are actually multicellular organisms, and you'll, you'll actually see those coming out when you do. Wow. And, and it's funny because uh, I've seen the biofilm, and people are yeah. like, oh, my God, worms are coming right, out right, of right. me, right? <laughs> and then, but then I've seen tapeworms, and I'm like, oh, that's alive. Yeah, you'll see, like, it actually a square structure. Like, it's, like, stacked on each other. Yeah, yeah. They're alive, and they're moving, and they're like, mm-hmm. I, I'm really mad that I left my yeah. host. Yeah. I need some food <laughs> ASAP. Those are worse. <laughs> those are worse. Okay, so uh, very insightful because uh, so many people ask me, how do I know if I have parasites? What do I do if I have parasites? So uh, really empowering to know, okay, sure. yeah. that we can do that for ourselves. But what if... If someone suspects that they do have a worm, uh-huh. right? We're not, not, we're not talking about single yeah. cell now. Worm, multicellular, how, how, that can't be tested for, can it? It's a bit harder to test. That one you can sometimes rely on antibodies. So you can do blood antibodies for the, the worms, mm-hmm. and then the, those might show up. Or actually, there's saliva antibodies for those as well. Mm-hmm. So you're more likely to be able to detect that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, usually if you're pooping it out, unless it's actually dying off at you, it's very unlikely to show up in your stool. Wow. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, re- it's just really powerful yeah. to think how many people. But uh, when it comes to now, as we switch gears, a lot of people suffer with things like Lyme. Mm-hmm. A lot of people suffer with the co-infections that come with Lyme. Why are people suffering for so many years not getting better when they have a Lyme infection? So one thing I've noticed that ties in why they're still dealing with Lyme disease is they might still have mold in their system. Wow. So their immune system is being suppressed, or they might have heavy metals, or they might have emotional blockages. 
these are things that just are thorns at the side of the body trying to get better and trying to, trying to fight the infection. Lyme itself is a difficult one to treat because it, it can evade the normal immune system. But when you already have the immune system bombarded by all these other things, it makes it a much harder way to treat. Mm. You know, the traditional way you treat Lyme is with antibiotics, but the antibiotics can only work so far if the immune system is not doing its fair share of work. Right. So if you got these other things working on, then it's, it's a hard battle. <laughs> and it comes back to what you said, the stress, the emotions, the food, yeah. the movement, right? right? All of the like, yeah. foundational things first. Yeah. Before, how many people go, I have Lyme, give me antibiotics, right? Yeah. But not doing the foundational right. things that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so in your clinic, you've got some exciting things going on there, right? Yeah. You've got some good technology. Yeah. And this, is, this has always been an interest of mine. I, I worked for a year in a regenerative clinic, but I was doing the naturopathic foundational stuff. Sure, yeah. So I didn't really get to go behind the curtain and see all of the fun stuff. I saw a little bit of PRP, anti-aging. Yeah. We're going to get into longevity and stuff. C can you tell me, what is one of your favorite devices that you sure. have in your clinic and why? Okay, so the, the, the one I'm having the most fun with right now is called the Weber Laser. So it's actually an intravenous laser. So it actually, there's a fiber optic cable that we thread through your normal IV line that goes inside your vein. So what we're able to do is we're able to access your vein and activate all the floating things in, in the blood, including your blood cells, pathogens, proteins, lipids, with light. So you're getting direct light into your actual system. Because the, most of the light we have, your skin barrier, you know, you won't get through. So you can't turn on all the functions with it. But with the Weber laser particularly, you're able to access your vein and get different frequencies of light. We can get UV, blue, green, yellow, red, infrared, all inside your blood here. And, and what would be the point of all of that? So what's interesting is our cells are very responsive to light. So we actually generate energy from having light. And so this is basically supercharged light and in the form of laser is very focused energy and that's able to activate certain pathways of energy production in our cells, as well as detoxification pathways, anti-inflammatory pathways, and even antimicrobial pathways. Mm. So it's got, a, it's got a, a nice range. It's not just yeah. one target we so have. It's very tonifying, healing, and supportive for many things that you might need. So then naturally, you mentioned, can, is there any light in that laser that can create DNA damage? It's low-level laser, so our cells actually can utilize that. So it's mm -hmm. not like a heat laser where you're right. actually burning any tissue. This right. light actually has no heat generation with it, but it does. It excites the photons of energy inside our body that, that turns on all the natural functions. It's it's so so it's really remar remarkable. Yeah, safe. it's remarkable. Yeah, remarkable. <laughs> and safe. Too, yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, uh, we we're talking off air. I'm going to document yeah. this. I'm going to come in. I'm going to have the light on me. You're yeah. going to give me. I want. I want the whole glow up. Sure. I want to sure. come out <laughs> glowing up. Uh, it's a lot of people talk about ozone. Sure. It, is ozone effective? There's different types of ozone. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, hey, doc, should I be getting ozone? Can we just clear up this sure. ozone mess right okay. now? Uh, does it work? Ozone works. It works. Hands down works. Yeah. And, and what does it work for? It works for any joint condition you can think about. So basically every organ of the body, we can absorb ozone except for the lungs. So don't want to inhale ozone because that will irritate the lungs. But for the rest of the tissues, Ozone is very unstable, so once it enters into our system, it breaks down to a free oxygen molecule plus O2, which is very stable. But that free oxygen molecule interacts with the water in our body, creating hydrogen peroxides. So the hydrogen peroxides are our body's natural ability to fight various infections, viruses, and also the free energy that's released activates very, various mitochondrial pathways, so you get more energy generation as well, too. Mm. So it's kind of an irritant when you put it in for a brief amount, but the body 
use that irritation to recognize that there's healing that's needed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like hormetic response. Yeah, right, right. So, so now there's people who go, okay, you know, they take my blood, because for people who don't know, yeah. they, your blood comes out, they, right. they ozonate it, mm -hmm. and then it comes back in your body. Sometimes they do it three times, sometimes they do it ten times. Uh, w which one should people be getting? Is, 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 it, is marketing all the way up to, is it like, oh, really, I don't need to do 20 times? Is one, is, is one enough? Or do some people need a lot more? Right. More is not always better. Depends right. on the patient. If they're already really stressed, they might not be able to handle many passes. So one is always a good place to start off with. You can gauge a person's progress. Those dealing with more chronic illnesses, they can ramp up eventually to more if they need. Um, when you have a higher a, a volume of ozone in the body, you do get more uh, activation of energy pathways as well too. Mm. So we can we can use that in conjunction with the laser in this case because the ozone is also light sensitive too. Mm. So you can actually enhance the full effect of ozone just by adding in a little bit of light. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience a brew that's not only delicious, but it's also health focus. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well-being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in that process is rooted in health-focused principles backed by solid, scientific, research-based, rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty-grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity. And this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy boosting compounds with every sip. Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roasts with sweet fruity notes and their dark roasts with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and healthspan is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been open that I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me. I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle. Staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. 
But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. Now, I know you're doing all these things in your clinic, yeah. so I have I have all these questions, right? I'm trying to yeah. cohesively ask them so they can flow, but I sure. just have them in my head. Yeah, worries, yeah. <laughs> um, what if, what, look, I'm 38 years old, okay. right? Sometimes I feel not as energized as I used to be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm a little bit tighter in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go, oh my God, am I aging a little bit? Look at my, my hair is going gray now, okay. Sure. You do some longevity stuff. You do some anti-aging stuff. What is the real stuff and what is the myths out there? What's the really good stuff that is working to keep us young? Good question. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I want to know the I want to know the fact of the fiction. What's the, the the healthy stuff, not only just for our skin, but like yeah. what should we be doing? On a regular basis, we should be cleaning out all the junk that we have. So definitely detoxing. That just goes to the basics. Is you don't want to age with all that damage that can occur from the toxins that we have in our system. Mm -hmm. So the one of the ways I tell people to do is fast regularly. Wow, you, okay, you love yeah, fasting. Autophagy is, is the name of the game here. Mm -hmm. you know, so if you can clean up all the old cells, it allows you to create newer, healthier cells. Our, our old, old cells don't serve us really very much after they've died off and turned over. They kind of <laughs> behave like zombie cells. So when they're zombie cells, they just linger around and create inflammatory signals that cause our other cells to react and also age faster too. So by the act of fasting, you're just cleaning up all the old damaged cells on a regular basis to kind of clean up the mess and start over again. And so that's a big move right now for, move, yeah. for staying young. Right. Listen, all of you who are trying to stay young, doing all the beauty stuff, first you got to think about are you fasting, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> How often should we be fasting? Um, if you can fast, like intermittent fasting is a good starting point. I tell people after like 12 hours, after the first 12 hours, you start actually going to autophagy. Mm -hmm. So if you can get to like 14 hours a day, that's a good start, a couple hours a day. If you can do like 24 hours once a week, it's pretty significant. You get you know, a decent cleanup job on that weekly basis. On the more advanced scale, you can do like three to five days as often as once a month. Wow. Not everybody can do that. So you can do like once a quarter, a couple times a year. Yeah. You, you, know, you get a big significant change once you fast for that long. We had, um, do you, are you familiar with Dr. Russell Mars? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was on the show recently. Oh, wow, nice. and we talked about yeah. fasting. I have his old nutritional book. Yeah, everyone yeah. had every naturopathic doctor. Yeah, yeah. He came on the show and talked about fasting, and he does a uh, five-day juice, uh -huh. uh, apple juice, but diluted, diluted, just okay, a little okay. bit, and it's just instead of instead of a pure water fast. Sure. And he, you know, this guy fasts four times a year, and yeah. he he's old school. Uh -huh. Oh, he's literally old, but yeah. he's young. He does triathlons, he, he swims all the time. Right. This guy runs, he biked a thousand miles in France. I'm like, holy moly, this guy's like 40 years older than me, 30 yeah. years older than me, and he's killing it out here, right. man. And that's, that's how it has to be, and he loves the fasting, man. Yep. It cured his allergies, he said, uh, and which has been like really severe. So I'm totally on board with the right. fasting stuff. What else should we be doing? What are some of your favorite foods or drinks that are helpful for our longevity? What's gonna reduce our inflammation the most? 
curcumin, phosphatidylcholine, foods. It's a blend. This is not they're not that not actually like foods per se, but like it's a, it's a blend of um, nutrients that support your glycocalyx. You familiar with that? Mm -hmm. So it's the internal membrane that protects our blood vessels themselves. So when you got leaky blood vessels, you have a lot of problems here. So there's a um, I think it's a seaweed. Uh, called Fucoiden. Mm -hmm. So that is, and there's a, several supplements that have it in the Asian yeah. realm, it's pretty popular. But that particular material is used to build up some of the glycocalyx. Strengthen blood. your blood vessels. Yeah, strengthen the, the lining of your blood vessels. Very important. Yeah. Uh, so what about stem cells now? Sure. There, there, is there a controversy behind it? There's a lot of people who were doing stem cells, but they were not stem cells, and then the FDA said this, and then this, and they closed down the... Sure. Where are we at in the stem cell game right now? So right now, the stem cells that are commercially being used are the mesenchymal stem cells, although they're still probably not fully like FDA approved in this realm. Mm -hmm. um, the, the stem cells that people can actually market as stem cells are typically the ones that derive from your own cells, like your fat or bone marrow. Mm -hmm. um, but the other products are just called biological allografts because they're biological tissue derived from usually umbilical cord or placental tissues. Mm. So those are products that can be used. And why are stem cells so helpful in our healing? Um, because they're like basically the contractors on the job. So they are recruiting all the workers to come into the area and then the workers then know what information that they need to accomplish. Mm. So if you have a lot of contractors, you can get more jobs done in the sites that you need. That's one of the most clear ways I've heard yeah. in such a long time. Yeah. I was like, oh, contractors, I love analogies. Uh, and, and what diseases do stem cells help particularly? Um, it can be used for a wide variety of illnesses. So for autoimmune conditions, chronic inflammatory issues, chronic infections, it just gives your body a fighting chance or ability to actually repair things that might normally take a long time if any to repair. And now the new thing everyone's talking about is exosomes. Now, is that the same thing as stem cells? Uh, exosomes are the particles that are derived from stem cells. Mm -hmm. So the st stem cells, think of their like kind of factories. Exosomes are little offshoots of material or information from the actual stem cells. So it's like me handing you an envelope. That envelope has the information that's an ex you know, from, from the exosome itself. And, and, and how is that? Is it working first and foremost? And, and how is it working? Uh, it does work. So the thing to clarify with exosomes is your body makes exosomes, cancer cells make exosomes, microbes make exosomes, so a lot of different cells make exosomes. There's exosomes that are derived from umbilical cord tissue, that's the type of exosomes that we're using in the regenerative space. Mm. So the information that comes from those cells are young, pure, and, and unadulterated, so they're healthy. So if you took a cancer stem cell and then you gave them those exosomes, those are not good. <laughs> right. So that's that's an important thing. Right. So they're they're healthy. They're healthy stem cells and healthy information that's released from those stem cells, which makes them a lot more safe than what right. we may theoretically think. Right. A lot of people have asked me about this weight loss drug, Wagovi and Ozempic. Yeah. Okay. First and foremost, I want to know. Generally speaking, is it safe? Does it work? And who are the people? What are you seeing in your clinic? Sure. As far as I've used it, it's relatively safe. I've had patients that have nausea that have had to stop. That's like one in like 100 here. But most of the people, they can tolerate the symptoms. They'll get nausea, dizziness for maybe a week to at most a month. And then afterwards, they can tolerate it. Um, 
but it works. The biggest thing is I've used a lot of different things over the years to help people lose weight. We clean up their diet, help them detox mold, clear up parasites, and they still got weight. So this one actually moves the needle. And it's very rare that it has something that works that easily without people having to try it. What what is hap- what is happening then? Why? Because you do when I hear you doing yeah. that's exactly what I would do or right. something that would wear along those lines. Why are people not losing the weight? Is it a blood sugar issue? Sometimes it's a blood sugar issue. Sometimes it's dietary habit themselves. Sometimes they're just overeating or they're getting too many calories more than they can tolerate. Sometimes it's how the body actually processes the calories. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed is with the ozempic or the semaglutide is that. People actually don't have to try, but their appetite's not there. And then if you can stop some of the habit loop of overeating or just subconscious eating, then they actually lose weight. You know, they just stop eating, you know, they stop snacking subconsciously. Right. Right. And they can shift that balance right there. You know, one thing that was that, you know, there's 5 million hashtags or 5 million posts on the hashtag Ozempic face. Uh-huh. Do you know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically just weight loss face. Yeah. But it's like there's articles written about it. It is like the trendiest viral thing right now that's happening. Um, have you ever seen any clients have, you know, the gaunt face from using Ozempic, losing well, too much weight? Well, for me, is I don't endorse the rapid weight loss. Yeah. You know, so we, we, we taper it so that they're losing weight. And the average weight is only like a pound to at most two or three a week. But oh. once, one pound a week is pretty doable. So you're not losing that weight that fast. You're not losing muscle with it. So you can maintain that. So you're doing it more responsibly because there's people Correct, who are yeah. losing 8 to 12 pounds a week. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay, I see, that. I see. Yeah. Okay. So all of our weight loss is more gradual, which is sustainable it's too. It's how it should be. Yeah, it's how it should be. Because I, I was watching uh, this video of this girl who just got off of the Olympic and her weight came back, like in three months. Yeah. You know, and she lost, it, was, it went down and then now went back up. Right. And loose skin, mm-hmm. gone face, subcutaneous fat's gone, right? It's yeah. like... Whoa, you know, like, yeah. was this worth it all? Right. But I love that the, that it's it's slowly taper, going slow. Yeah, we're, we're trying to address the root cause of the weight to begin with. So as we're addressing that, when they lose the weight, they can stay off. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of women ask me now sure. on the DMs, is microneedling worth it? Should I be microneedling? What is microneedling? Sure. And now I can forward this question to you. Okay. Because I know you know a lot more about it than me. Okay, cool. Well, microneedling does work. Basically, with any regenerative thing in the body, when there's an injury response, the body does its work as it's meant to do. So when you microneedle the face, you're creating micro, you know, micro trauma to the face, and then you're recruiting your own stem cells to go out there and try to repair things. So we can enhance the microneedling by adding PRP, which are the platelets from your body that normally help with cell repair. So you can basically get a better healing response with a PRP on the microneedling. One of the more advanced versions is using the stem cell exosomes we talked about earlier, of microneedling those guys in. So if you microneedle your face and then throw in the stem cell exosomes, the healing rate of your skin is as if you are closer to being young again. Interesting. So like you're a baby. When, you, when, you're, when you're a baby, you bounce back and you heal from things overnight sometimes. Yeah. So when you add these things, it's like you're accelerating your normal healing ability many times over. Interesting because it's it's done topically on the skin. Your skin yeah. is regenerating fast. Is it building collagen? Yes, so you're actually getting uh, a remodeling process that recruits more collagen formation. So the youthful skin also is very dense and supple, and that's where you're actually increasing the health and the, the youthfulness of your current skin. That that's it's just amazing to hear the technologies that are out there, man. Yeah. We like when we think about where we are, where we were, and now people like 
have access to something that makes them lose weight so fast. Yeah. And, and they can make their skin look really young. And it's like we're reverse aging. When you work with these clients, now we have their physical reverse aging, their face looks young. How do we reverse the biological age? Good question. So the things that I've kind of started using a little bit is the, the drug rampamycin. Mm. You heard of that yet? Mm-mm. So there's a pathway that it works on, which is mTOR pathway. But when your body's actively growing, it's using up resources, it'll age faster. So when you're shutting that pathway off, you can actually kind of mimic a fasting state in the body without having to fast. This is why Walter Longo talks about it. Yeah, so you're kind of cleaning up the old cells. That's the biggest way to kind of turn back the aging clock. The other things are using like NAD or quercetin, astragalus, a lot of those herbs. So those things do help in actually lengthening telomeres as such. You know, so mm-hmm. we utilize a different variety of things to kind of slow down or actually reverse the aging process. But it goes back to the basics, and we want to make sure you don't have any heavy metals, chemicals, mold toxins, because those, those are constantly damaging your DNA. Right. You know? And right. you always have to repair it, so you're re- using up resources to try to repair things. So it's, your cells are going to age regardless. Those are the big ones. Those are the big ones, yeah. Okay, and heavy metals now. Mm-hmm. Th- th- this one thing you mentioned multiple times on this segment. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who go, okay, I think I have heavy metals. What's the best way to test for heavy metals? So the best way is through urine, but also provoked urine. Um, because you can do hair, you can do blood. They're only going to give you kind of a snapshot of the, the metals. But sometimes with blood, the limitations, it's only acute heavy metal exposure. Because most of the metals you're exposed to, they'll settle in your bones, your fat, your tissues after sometimes a day, a few weeks. So by the time you check it, you don't know what your true burden is. Mm-hmm. So the urine test that we do is involving two parts. One is a random urine sample, which lets you know any acute exposures that you might be naturally excreting. And then we give you a challenging agent. This could be an IV or oral uh, medication that withdraws the metals from your tissues. That gives you a better snapshot of what is possibly locked away. There's no really true, like, awesome test that tells you exactly how many metals you have, but it's the best shot you have at kind of getting an approximation of how much burden you might have. And how often are people having higher levels of heavy metal burden? Too often. <laughs> really? Yeah, a lot of patients will see lead and mercury are the top two that we see almost all, all the time. But there's now aluminum, cadmium, a lot of uranium in LA, uh, thallium. They're just popping up left and right, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it affects all the systems, but what are you right. really seeing the most systems affected by this? Um, neurologic and just your actual immune system's ability to fight things. Man, I was just yeah. we're thinking about it's again yeah. like that's why you mentioned heavy metals, it's a rabbit hole, molds, so yeah. all of the things. Right, where right. I, I, you know, I got my heart goes out to people's immune systems, man. Yeah, I just picture a bunch of soldiers running around, scattering, right. losing numbers by numbers, and trying to literally handle an atomic bomb. Yeah, um, but but it's really powerful for you to give us these fundamentals and even like supplements that we can take. You know, yeah. you reverse the aging, keep our immune system strong, build that yeah. resiliency. The emotional part is the big part. And yeah, it's a big part. We got to do that. What do you do to keep your emotions, anxieties, mental state in check? Me personally or for... for yeah, what do you patients? do and for, and for patients? Oh, for patients, I, I have them work on things that can activate their vagus nerve, whether it's deep breathing, cold plunges, humming, yoga, something that just 
activates to, so that they have the calming side of the nervous system. Yeah. Oftentimes people forget about just breathing. You, know, you hold up your breath up here, you can't release any you know, of the stresses that you have on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So some of the, that works on the, more of your long-term, short-term resilience, and then often have them work on some of the deeper stuff. And this is introducing the, to the realm of psychedelics or ketamine mm-hmm. or... I mean, sometimes I send them out to like emotional release you know, practitioners. Like Dr. G over here? Yeah, Dr. G. <laughs> Very cool, yeah. man. And, and you're taking that holistic approach, right? It's like right. sometimes humming and cold plunge isn't enough if you got right. some deep trauma, right? Right, right. And, and this is where the power of something like psychedelics, ketamine, mm-hmm. emotional healing, that's, right. that's really, really powerful. It's just unlocking that trauma that exactly. needs to get out somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. So we, we're thinking about, okay, so mold, <laughs> the heavy metals, yeah. the traumas, the, the really poor eating, all of the things that we can really bring awareness to, mm-hmm. and it can make a big difference if we start right. doing that first before yeah. we spend a million dollars on supplements. Right, right. I love that. So is there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about? I want to talk about a lot of the structural aspects of people's health too. Mm-hmm. So you, if you've got joint pains... Um, dysfunctional ligaments, tendons, fascia, it's hard for you to feel great, you know? And your body's functionality will decline. If you can't move, then you're going to age faster as well, too. So some of the things that we do incorporate regeneration of your joints as well, too. Mm. And what are those things? Well, going back to ozone, so actually ozone can be injected into the joints as well. Directly into Directly the joints? Directly into the joints, yeah. Wow, and, yeah. and it causes the hormetic response? Exactly, yeah. So it basically creates an injury response that your own cells are now aware of uh, that there's an injury that's required to pay attention to. So you're actually bringing blood flow, bringing nutrients to actually repair the tendons, ligaments, cartilage that, are, that have been injured. And they could be injured for like 10, 20 years without realizing or just they reach the point where they're not healing as well. Yeah. And people like you sprain an ankle, you, the ankle's bum for, you know, for right. as long as you play. Right, I And so that. in this case, it just gives your body another chance to begin where you left off. Yeah, I mean, for, I know for me, if I get a good massage... I wake up the next day and I'm mentally feeling good because I yeah. feel better in my body. I'm in right. flow. My spine is moving. And one thing yeah. that I, I remember reading, I think it was a, a Chinese proverb that talked about the spine that said the, the uh, uh, unhealthy spine ages you or something like that. You know, like a young, yeah. young spine is a young person. Right, right. I literally move my, every day I shower, yeah. I move my spine left and right to get the blood flow right. going because if I don't, it feels stiff. Yeah. Right. And and that wasn't something that I felt ten years ago. So I'm like, it's not aging when you actually feel stiff. You are getting older. (laughs) Jesus, Jesus, man. I gotta listen. I gotta come directly. I'm going straight to Pasadena ASAP. I'm gonna come see you now. Since we went through two years ago, three years ago now, this COVID, the whole COVID experience. Long COVID is now the thing that a lot of doctors have been talking about. A lot of people suffer with long COVID. Do you see it in your clinic? What's helping and what's happening with it? Yeah, we, we see it quite a bit. Um, really, like, the underlying physiology or mechanism of long COVID, for what I've seen is that there's other lingering pathogens that they've had that might have been dormant all along that are all turned up again. So the, the common thread I've seen is there's mold in the picture of those guys. There's Epstein-Barr virus. There's parasites. They're just all brought out to the surface from after getting COVID. Now let's chat about something crucial, that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products, as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, 
right? We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Pure's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Pure is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Pure.com. Use my promo code DRG. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Pure. These days... These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water, or kombucha, or coffee, or tea. But not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century-old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick, yeah, okay, but for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently, and the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up, so easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash drg they're so confident that you're going to love it there's even a 30-day money-back guarantee no code at checkout just go to p-i-q-u-e-l-i-f-e.com slash drg you're going to get 15 percent off plus all those freebies whoa and and people are suffering when or after getting COVID with all of this it's like everything we talked about that all in one go Whoa. so the anxiety uh, hair loss fatigue just constant fatigue that's the biggest one and they can't focus they can't even do work for like more than an hour or two without uh, getting winded mm-hmm. so we've seen that and what's helped to turn around the most is the use of the laser device so the intravenous laser activates various things that actually neutralize any leftover viruses, other pathogens, including some of the fungal and parasitic activity. And then it energizes and recharges the mitochondria that have been damaged from all of the viruses and insult to the body. That's really so, powerful stuff to yeah, think about. Really cool and long stuff, COVID, yeah. so many people are right now suffering with it. Yeah. You know, they've had the COVID and it's right. just there. It's, it's not just one there. drug to treat it. That's the, that's the difficult part about it, you know. Right. So you can't just undo. It's not like a switch. You can't put it back in the box now. Mm-hmm. And now it's open. You have to deal with all those other things that you might have not had to really think about before. What's this hot thing everyone's talking about, neural therapy? So that goes in the realm of fixing old injuries, which can be scars, traumas, uh, basically blocked energy. 
So if you have a scar, it actually blocks the flow of energy through the body. So if you, most people understand Chinese medicine to a point where there's meridians, those are like highways of energy flowing through the body. So you have, you have a scar, it's actually going to interfere with the flow of energy going up and down that chain. So if the energy is not flowing, the body will find a way around it, but it's not going to be very efficient. Mm. So you might have you know, physical pain, you might have just slower energy functions, slower organ functions, um, and things get trapped in those scars too. So you can have viruses, toxins, even emotions locked in those scars. Wow. And through neural therapy, you can bust open the scar. Yeah. So basically, it's a very simple uh, procaine injection, which is local anesthesia, and you can add some homeopathics in there. But the actual act of injecting in there, you let the body know that there's an injury in there, and it can resolve and clear up that scar and form healthier collagen afterwards. Amazing. And you just open up whatever is blocked in there. It's just amazing technology out there. Is there, do tattoos affect the meridians too? Oh yeah, because you're using a needle, you're actually injuring the tissues and you form the pigmentation. So not to mention the heavy metals behind there, but you have the actual injury to the fascia that's there. And so Mm. then the fascia can actually get adhered. It's kind of like, you know, sticky saran wrap. It gets stuck to each other. And if it's not really properly released, then you've got a locked area of, of actual connective tissue. Oh boy, I got yeah, a lot of tattoos, man. I'm gonna have to see you over a year or yeah. something. But uh, thank you for that. Thank of you, course, that was yeah. really important information. Where can people find you? Where can people come see you? So our, our website is uh, www.opthealthwellness.com. I'm on Instagram, but I don't really post as much. It's too busy helping people out. But I, I plan on it at some point. That's cool. Um, but the handle is uh, Dr. Clement Lee, and mostly, yeah, mostly through those avenues. You need yeah. a social media manager, man. And that's what I do need. I, yeah. got, I got some people for you. We'll okay. talk off we'll air. Talk about that. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for coming on the show, yeah, man. Sure. I love yeah. the holistic approach that you take from the integrative, from the futuristic medicine that we yeah. have, all of these awesome devices, to really the fundamentals of what make us naturopathic doctors, man. You cover it all. Uh, I'm excited to try some of these therapies. Yeah. I'm going to put it out so everyone can see all the fun stuff that's happening Sweet. in the clinic, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. You know, you're always welcome back. You're only a few hour, an hour, maybe an hour no, and a half That's an hour away. today. Yeah, that's Less than an yeah. hour. Cool. Thank you, man, for coming. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm so happy to be here. Okay, how many of you have gels on your nails? This show was done because it was a huge demand, not only from Instagram, but my producer here, Leia, and some of the women in the studio were asking me to do this gel show. So admittedly, this show was a little bit of a learning curve for me. I heard about the gel phenomenon, but I didn't know how popular it was. I mean, people love them. And they've gotten actually really popular over the past few years. I think it was around 2015 they started really popping off. Now I heard about them, but... We want to talk a little bit more about the concerns when it comes to gels. Now, today, I'm going to talk about what is a gel manicure, what are some of the risks, and what are some recommendations to reduce the risks. Now, a gel manicure, according to Seventeen Magazine, and I never in this show's history ever thought I would cite Seventeen Magazine, but here it goes to show you to expect the unexpected. A gel manicure, according to Seventeen Magazine, is a service that uses a gel-based polish and requires a 10-minute UV or LED light to cure the polish and lock it into your nails. Gel polish is more durable than regular polish. And while regular polish can chip away as quickly as like two to three days, gel typically lasts chip-free for weeks, which goes a long way, right? More durable, longer lasting two to four weeks with proper care, and apparently even has more shine. 
You know, some of you may attest to that. It's a little more expensive at 25 to 40 bucks before tip. But my biggest concern, and I already, when I was reading about the application, was the UV part. And lo and behold, as I started researching more, we learned more about the risk of using UV light with gels. Now, the biggest part, again, is that the light is necessary part of this process, and that's the major issue, especially if you're on the gel nails vibe, or even more concerned if you're doing them year after year after year. Now, we know what direct UV light is going to do to humans. We know it can damage skin, it can break down collagen, it can reduce elasticity in the skin, it can lead to premature aging, it can increase your risk of skin cancer. It's a group one carcinogen, meaning there is sufficient evidence this exposure can cause cancer to humans. Now, through the years, there have been multiple meta-analyses that have shown the direct relationship between skin cancer and UV-emitting tanning devices, much like the curing device used for gels. So it's no surprise. So when it comes to the risk of using gels on your nails, on January 17th, 2023, a new study in Nature Communications Journal was released, and it was called DNA Damage and Somatic Mutations in Mammalian Cells After Irradiation with Nail Polish Dryer. Now, this was a cellular study, which would be most appropriate. You don't want to create a randomized human study to see who gets cancer and doesn't get cancer. But there's been recent reports on melanoma and non-melanoma cancers of the nail and the hand due to UV exposures from gel manicures. Now, this study was helpful at showing us what exactly happens to mammalian cells when exposed to UVA radiation emitted by these nail polish dryers. So what did they find? Well, the radiation causes a high level of reactive oxygen species that is leading to inflammation and potential DNA damage. And in this study, we saw just that, DNA damage. The study saw elevated levels of the marker of DNA damage and mitochondrial dysfunction, 80-HDG. And there's a dose-dependent increase in genetic mutations with gel UV light exposure, meaning the more UV light exposure you get from gel manicures, the more you're going to create genetic mutations in the DNA. This is a cool study because I identified the exact DNA damage and somatic mutation profile coming from this nail polish dryer. Now, it's not only the UV light. I have another concern with gels, and it's the nail polish that's used. Now, for the sake of this show, though, I really wanted to focus on the UV light. You know, you think about it, you get your gels, you put your hand under the gel manicure dryer, the nail polish dryer, the curation device, and what you're doing, as we've seen in the cellular study, it's creating reactive oxygen species, right? And those species are creating inflammation, and we know in a dose-dependent manner, more DNA damage in the body. Now, you couple that with what is used in the nail polish. Now, the nail polish used for gels is actually not as bad as acrylic, but I'm going to stop here, and here's why. Next week, I'm going to go over nail polish as a whole. All the nail polishes out there, acrylic, gels, and I'm going to go over the best and worst brands. So I want you to stay tuned for that. But for now, what is my final take on gels? Well, aside from even the polish that they use, the chemicals that you're exposed to, the UV curation is a big problem for me, especially if you're doing gels over and over and over. If you do them once a year, okay, you're fine. But if this is part of your lifestyle and you're really dead set on utilizing gel manicures, you got to protect yourself. Now, there's different ways you can do that. You can add, whenever you get actually gels, add SPF to your hands, especially your fingers. 
all around your fingertips. And actually, one doctor I had read about recommended that you get dark-colored, opaque gloves with the nails cut off as a protection device. Even better, if you're going to get gels, put some lotion on your hands, put some gloves on, you can cut the nails off, and then you can get your gels. But again, I just don't think you should be doing this every month in general anyway. But ultimately, I don't like gels, regardless, even if it was non-toxic nail polish, the UV part of it is a big problem. But I want you to sit tight and check out next week's best and worst list, because if you paint your nails, if you're using nail polish, you want to make sure this is the best one and you want to make sure you're doing it in the healthiest way, especially if it's part of your life. So stay tuned. And that, my friends, is my take on gel nail polish. So before we close our time together this week, don't forget we got the Heal Thyself merch. HTS.today, you got organic, sustainable, stylish, clean, the best of the best merch out there. Get some for yourself. Get some for anyone who loves the show. If you're aligned with it or someone in your life is, get it for yourself or someone else. Please support the show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Every single one means so much to me. My eyes see it. I appreciate it so much. Check it out. Next week, we're coming with some more fire. I hope you enjoyed the show. Have a wonderful, beautiful rest of your day. <laughs>